You're listening to a podcast from Northern Lights Metropolitan Community Church. This is highlights from our weekly service. Good evening, everyone. You're very welcome to tonight's service. If you're joining us for the first time or you were fairly new at Northern Lights, you are especially welcome. Northern Lights is part of the Metropolitan Community Church. We are a gathering of churches across the world that celebrate the inclusive love of God for all people. Tonight we celebrate the fourth Sunday of Advent and our theme this Sunday is joy. Real joy comes from knowing that we are precious to God just as we are. That love isn't earned or deserved. It is freely given and it is real and can change our lives. In tonight's gospel, we hear the birth of Jesus foretold. And over 2000 years later, Christmas is the remembering that God, the creator of all, becomes part of creation in search of those who have lost their way. So as we begin our service, let's light our Advent candles, marking the days when we can celebrate in a new and deeper way the love of God made man. St. Paul tells us that nothing can separate us from the love of God. When we truly come to experience that love, we experience a joy that becomes the wellspring of our Christian discipleship. Let us pray. Almighty God and creator of the stars and planets, the mountains and the seas, stare in us an eagerness to welcome afresh the Christ child, Emmanuel, the Lord of light, that we may be transformed by his coming and become beacons of hope in a chaotic world. We ask this through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Psalm 126. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us and we are filled with joy. Restore our fortunes, Lord, like streams in the Negev. Those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying their sheaves. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This is the Gospel reading uh, from Luke chapter 1, 26 to to 38. The birth of Jesus foretold. 
In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found a favor with God. You conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will, this, how will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of Most High will overshadow you so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I'm the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. This is the word of God. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. We've been asking you over the past few weeks to have hope in a chaotic world. Indeed, all of our denomination across the globe have been thinking about hope in a chaotic world. So we've asked all of you to come near all of you who need to renew your hope, we ask you to come near. All of you who hope for hope itself, we've asked you to come near. All of those of us who long for peace, and we've asked you to come near. All who hope that our world will discover the love of neighbour. And this week, we ask all of you to come near. Those of us who hope for unending joy. I've preached about joy a few times over the years. And as I was thinking about what to say this evening, I thought of how trite sermons about joy can actually be. And then I realized that I've probably uh, preached uh, to, the, to, 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 to that. The basic format would be to consider in blunt terms, the difference between happiness and joy. That idea that happiness can be a very surface feeling 
which changes depending upon the circumstance in which we find ourselves. Whereas this type of sermon would say, uh, a joy is deep, it's always there for the Christian. It may manifest itself differently when we're pressured, for example, or when we're in a place of sadness. But this well of joy is always there, even if it is deep, deep down. You'll also remember a while back when we talked about the gifts of the Spirit and the fruits of the Spirit. Here, perhaps, is another example of sermons trying to find joy when it can be difficult. I remember talking about the differences between the gifts of the Spirit and the fruits of the Spirit. We thought about the passage in 1 Corinthians, which says, Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one person uh, there is given uh, the, the Spirit of, of a message of wisdom, to another a message of knowledge by the means of the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by that one Spirit, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy. Different people were given different gifts. And then we thought about the fruits of the Spirit in Paul's letter to the Galatians. He says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. And against such things there is no law. Here, the fruit are clearly available and on one level expected of all those who follow Christ. And clearly, joy is in the midst. It's probably more complex than this, more nuanced than this, more difficult than this. It's not easy for many to come by joy or come by unending joy at the moment. Our psalm that we heard talks of joy, but it talks of it in relation to trial or difficulty. Basically, we think the psalm that you heard was written by either Ezra or Nehemiah, whose books you can read in the Old Testament. And it was written when the Jewish nation, or at least some of the Jewish nation, returned from exile in Babylon. And it can be paired, Psalm 126 that we heard, can be paired with Psalm 137. Have a read at home. You will recognise the words of Psalm 137. By the rivers of Babylon, we sat and wept when we remembered Zion. There on the poplars we hung our harps, for there our captors asked us for songs. Our tormentors demanded songs of joy, and they said, sing us one of those songs of Zion. How can we sing songs of the Lord while in a foreign land? How can we sing the Lord's song? in a strange land. They were slaves. They were dreaming of their old life. They wanted to be free. They were being forced by the captives to sing songs of joy. But of course, they couldn't sing songs of joy. They were slaves. So in Psalm 137, the people were sat by the rivers of Babylon and they wept when they remembered Zion. And in our psalm today, we heard the people have returned. 
the psalm is in two halves. The first half talks about the joy of returning from Babylon, where there were slaves in exile, returning to their own land. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongue, tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. And the second half of the psalm helps us to look forward. It can be understood for those at the time, but also for us now. Restore our fortunes, God, like the streams in the Negev. Here, already back in their land, the people dream of a future when everyone will be permanently returned from our exile at the end of days. The people are already back in their land and they dream of a future when all will be returned from our exile at the end of days. And then it follows on by saying, those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seeds to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. It seems to intimate, for some, that without the sowing in tears, there will not be songs of joy. Without the sowing of tears, there will not be songs of joy. Clearly, we can see this psalm and the thoughts from it through the eyes of this difficult time that we're going through. But historically, when people have looked at the psalm, it also links to our building of the kingdom of God. We try, we fight, we struggle, we want to help each other. We want to see the justice. We want others to see justice and the realm of God the way we understand it. And sometimes it is only through tears, tears of sadness, tears of exhaustion, tears of frustration, that we will return with songs of joy. Our gospel reading reminds us of Elizabeth conceiving in her old age, presumably having sown in tears. And we also see Mary's example when she says, I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. We approach the Christmas season. If you are weeping, may you be carrying seeds to sow. Let us hold on to the hope of Jesus and with the promise that one day, sometime, we will all return with songs of joy. Amen. As is our tradition, just before our time of prayer every week, we light a candle in solidarity with those suffering from HIV-related illness and remembrance of those who have lost loved ones due to AIDS.
I now invite everyone to join in our prayers. Creator God, we thank you for this time of year when we can renew our spirit of hope, when we can focus on building on our mix of experiences during the past year with the fresh hope symbolised at Christmas by your incarnation as the baby Jesus. We thank you for the skill of scientists enabling greater understanding of illnesses, including AIDS, COVID-19, and for the dedication of all those providing support in the health and care sectors during the difficult months of 2020. We pray for them. And we pray for those suffering from illness today. We pray for those who have lost loved ones during 2020, especially for those unable to be together at the time of passing. We pray for those whose loss is shared by our church community. We pray for Ernie and for Margaret's partner, Judy. We pray for those whose circumstances have been made known confidentially to Pastor Ronnie. We pray for those whose pain is known to us personally, whether a colleague, a friend, or a family member. We pray for all our congregation and for everyone involved in Rainbow Home. We pray for our Pastor Ronnie and for those who contribute to ensuring that our Northern Lights Church continues to offer worship and pastoral support during these difficult times. We pray for those for whom Christmas is particularly challenging and for whom the new year does not look like a time of happiness. Be with governments and with the leaders of communities and churches so that their compassion and wisdom can result in the support which is needed. And finally, we pray for ourselves. We bring before you our concerns and our fears. Guide us to understand for ourselves the renewal and hope heralded by Advent, Christmas and a new year. Creator God, we bring to you the prayers of Northern Lights Metropolitan Community Church and the individual prayers of each one of us, as you have invited us to do. And now we accept your invitation to offer as our own prayer, the prayer which unites Christians around the world. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And together we say the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Go with the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information about what we do, you can find us on social media or visit our website, northernlightsmcc.org.uk.